strong in the Lord. And fear kills faith. What did I say? Fear kills faith. That is why all those that God used in the Bible, where there was fear, God made sure he addressed them to do away with fear. So he would tell you, be courageous, be strong, move on, don't be afraid. And Paul would tell you that we, 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 we've not been given spirit of timidity. We've not been given spirit of fear to be afraid of anything, but we are given spirit of adoption in which we cry, Abba, Father, we belong to a mighty God, the greatest God of all times and all seasons. That is our Father. So we shouldn't be afraid in this world. But the enemy will want to put fear in you. Amen. So Paul will tell you in the book of Romans that whatever you do without faith is sin. And therefore, let faith be in you that you'll be strong in your faith, you'll be strong in the word, you'll be strong in the Lord, that you can stand the challenges of the devil in this world. Amen. Some of us die before our time just because we are afraid. Tell your neighbor, don't fear. Say, be strong. Be courageous. You see, you see, everybody thought Joshua was so courageous. But let me tell you something. Moses was more courageous than Joshua. Oh, hallelujah. So God didn't tell Moses, don't be afraid. <laughs> he only made Moses aware that don't you have hand? Show it to me. This is power you are holding. Are you not having a rod? Put it down. Pick it. He put it down. It became a serpent. He picked it. It became a rod. He put the hand in the cloak. He brought it out. It was leopard. He put it in and brought it out. It was clean. And God was telling Moses that what you have is more than enough. Go ahead and do it. It was Moses himself who didn't know how powerful he was. So he was trying to let God know, God, I am weak. I don't know how to talk. I don't know what to do. But God was seeing in Moses the power to resist anything and take the people of Israel out of Egypt. But Moses was looking down on himself. Now, because he was looking down on himself, and Joshua was always around him, there's this belief that Joshua could have picked the negative attitude of Moses being afraid that he had nothing to offer. So when Moses passed on and Joshua took over, God has to come to Joshua and say, be courageous. Be strong. Don't be afraid. Move on. Do not consider the weaknesses that Moses displayed. Then you will also be thinking that you don't have anything to offer. Be strong. Be strong. Move on. And when Joshua was not getting it because fear was within, God had to shout on him, don't I tell you be strong? Haven't I told you this? For God to rebuke you, it means you were not taking the command he was giving. He said it and said it again, and finally he had to tell Joshua, haven't I told you? Don't be afraid. And Joshua's success was as a result of being strong in the Lord. Tell you, you might be strong in the Lord. Say it again, say it again. And in his mighty power, the Lord is powerful. You are not powerful. So lean on the powerful man. Oh, hallelujah. Those of us who were very uh, uh, stubborn when we were young, 
Sometimes when your parents are around, that is when you pick some stone and hit somebody around your parents. Because you know they will protect you. Oh, hallelujah. You know you are not so powerful. But your father is a powerful man. So you try to, <laughs> when, when they are around, you try to prove to everybody that Charlie, I have a powerful man behind me. And God is saying, as a child of God, behave like that. I am behind you. Be strong. Be courageous. Be bold. And move on. Tell your neighbor, move on, move on in life. Don't give up. Tell your neighbor, do not give up. Be courageous. Move on. That was the word of Paul to the church of Ephesus. Be very strong. Not in your armor. Not in your wisdom. Not in your possessions. But in the power of the Lord. Because your own strength can fail you. Your own wisdom can fail you. Your possessions can fail you. Your friends can fail you. But God will not fail you. Tell your neighbor, your God will not fail you. So lean on him. Lean on him. Oh, hallelujah. Then in verse 11, he moved on to say that put on all the armor of God. Put on every protection you need in life so that you can take a stand against the devil's schemes. The enemy has things he plans against everybody. For you to resist him, you need to take a stand. Tell your neighbor, take a stand in the word of God. Tell your neighbor, put on the whole armor. Oh, hallelujah. Put on the whole armor. And the armor, Paul tried to explain it one by one. But he told them in verse 13 that your struggle is not against flesh and blood. Because if you say armor, they, would have been, they, they might have been looking for some shield, physical shield, things that will protect them. But Paul is saying what I'm talking about is a spiritual exercise. You will not go and buy, uh, uh, do I have the military men and the police in the house? The things they put on their chest so that bullets will not enter. Cover their head, uh, put things around. Don't go and buy that one. You waste your money. <laughs> buy it in the Lord. Tell your neighbor, buy it in the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Because Paul is saying that you are fighting against rulers or principalities. You are fighting against authorities. You are fighting against wicked spirits. You are fighting against so many things. You know, I said here that I love watching wrestling because of this particular scripture. The first time I read this scripture and I said, okay, then let me go and look at how wrestling looks like. Because if we are not wrestling against flesh and blood, then I, I need to understand the whole scripture properly. And I realized that in wrestling, they have so many formulas, formula that they use. Sometimes somebody is in the ring fighting. Hitting the enemy hard, but something will cause a distraction. He tends to look at that person, and the opponent gets up and hits him down. And the strong man could be defeated by a feeble person in the ring in wrestling. It's not like boxing where your, the empire is watching everybody. If you hit below the belt, you say, oh, it's below the belt. Uh, if you misbehave, they say, oh, minus one. In wrestling, there is no minus one. 
There's no below the belt, you know, whistle that will go on against you. Anything can be used against you. So in this Christian faith of battle, the devil can use any method. He can use any weapon against you. That is why you need to know where you stand. When you stand in God, you do not have your eyes everywhere. But God has his eyes all around you. So whichever angle the enemy is coming from, your God, my God, will be able to look at the enemy and say, you cannot get closer to my daughter. You cannot get closer to my son. I am the protection around him. Like uh, 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 the, the Bible says in Zechariah chapter number 2, verse 5, it says, I will be a hedge of fire around you and my glory within. So the Lord himself will surround you. I see the protection of God around your life. I say, I see the protection of God around your life. I see the protection against, uh, of God around your life. The enemy will not defeat you. Put on the whole armor. Don't leave anybody, don't leave any part open. And when I read through all the armor that the Bible talks about, there is one that is not mentioned. And we'll be getting to that one. And that one is very critical to everybody. Can we therefore move to verse number 14? Sorry, you are not reading, you are, you are not seeing it on the board. We work on the projector before next Sunday. Stand firm with the belt of truth. Tell your neighbor, belt of truth. The belt of what? The truth of the word of God should be the one that protects you, that your nakedness will not be seen. Stand in the truth of the word. Jesus is the only way. Jesus is not one of the ways. The Lord is the same yesterday. He's the same today. He's the same forever. He's more than able. He says, I am the God of all flesh. Is there anything too difficult for me? Too hard for me? Believe in God that there's nothing so hard for him. When the enemy is telling you, you are at the help of your life, you are about to destroy, tell him that my God says, I shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. And when the enemy is about telling you that your promises are not coming true, as for you, God has forgotten you. Tell the enemy that the Bible says, I will neither leave you nor forsake you. That is the truth of the word of God concerning my life. When the enemy hits you with a disease and he's saying, I'm going to kill you at this time, use the truth of the word of God to tell the enemy. For the, the Bible says, call on me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you will glorify my name. When the enemy wants to push you to the wall, tell the enemy, my Bible tells me, I serve a living God. He's more than able. He will hold my hands and I'll be out of it. Hey, 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 David will say, when the righteous falls for seven times, he will rise Oh, amen. And Michael will tell you, my enemy, do not gloat over me. Even if you push me into darkness, I will come up. I will come up. And the Lord will be the light for me. And I will walk out of darkness into my light. That is the word of God. That is the truth that has to always be around you. You know, if you have ever put on your senior brother's uh, 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 shorts or trousers before, when the waist is bigger than yours, if you don't have belts inside, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> when you walk small, it will drop. You have to pull it up. Sometimes if you are running, you have to hold it like this. Before you... <laughs> oh, 
Oh, hallelujah. But when you have the word of God around you, you are firmly protected. You are fit for the battle. Let the word be in you. Tell your neighbor, let the word of truth be in you. Or tell the person, let the word of truth be in you. Oh, hallelujah. Then he says, use the breastplate of righteousness. If the devil is coming against you, he wants to see whether you are true with God, you are truly saved by God. You look at what happens to the sons of uh, Aaron. When they also went to sacrifice, setting a wrong fire on the altar of God, because their father was a priest, they were also designated to be priests, but they were not fully prepared. They thought, uh-oh, we, we can be protected. They went and picked the gown, the priestly gown, put it on, entered the sanctuary to offer sacrifice. They were bent. The garments were not bent. Oh, hallelujah. In the book of Acts, when the devil met the sons of Sceva, what did they say? tell them? Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. Now, 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 now who do you? Because the, the, the breastplate of righteousness was not there. They were not saved. They were not in possession of the power of Jesus Christ. But they thought because they were having money devotions in their house, because they had been following people to church, they can also face the devil and say, in the name of Jesus, I cast you out. And the devil says, Paul, I know. Who are you? If you have that breastplate, on your chest. When the devil rises against you, you will go down. The Bible says the enemy will come against you like a flood. But the Spirit of God will lift a standard against the enemy. The Spirit of God is the righteousness of God. So when you have that righteousness of God in you, when the enemy comes against you, you resist him cool and he goes away. Ask your neighbor, are you saved? Ask him, do you have that righteousness. Oh, hallelujah. Put it on. Put it on. Put it on. So Paul is explaining all this as form of right of, of holiness. Let's move to verse 15 quickly. Your feet, you need to cover with the gospel of peace. Always be ready to share the word of God with somebody. There are some of us who listen to great sermons. We listen to great preachings, but we are not courageous enough to share the word of God with others. May you be a distributor of the, the, the gospel of peace. I want to see you carrying the gospel of peace to others. Share with others. Share with others. Oh, hallelujah. Don't only be a consumer. You should also be a distributor. That you give it out to others. When you hear the word, preach it out. When you read the word of God, preach it out. And the Bible is saying the gospel of peace. Be somebody who is interested in uniting families than in breaking them. Anywhere you go, let there be peace among people. That is what you use to protect your life. The Bible says when you are doing this, I myself, I will cover the downside. So when the enemy is throwing the weapons, it will not come against you. Because this side is covered. Just because you are preaching the gospel, just because you are promoting peace, 
you are covered. You don't need fasting to get this one. No, 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 no. This one, you don't need fasting. All you need is preaching the word of peace. Then the Lord himself will protect you. What again do you want God to do for you? You just preach the word to somebody. Discuss the word with somebody. And by so doing, I go, I will protect you. When you say people should go on, on evangelism, do you know what they ask you? Pastor, when I go and the enemy rises against me, what shall I do? I, I, Pastor, we have not prayed enough. Where will you pray enough? I pray in the name of Jesus that you will understand this. A baby in Christ, born today, can go preaching the word of God. Once you are born again, the spirit of God will protect you. The power of God will protect you. The word you are preaching, the word itself is a protection. Tell your neighbor, don't be afraid. Move on to preach. Then, the shield. That big thing they use to be, you know, holding the, when the, when the bullets are coming, bang, you hit it and it goes back. They say you need to put on that one too. Oh, amen. That is faith. Tell your neighbor faith. Have faith in the word of God. Have faith in God. Have faith even in yourself. Oh, amen. Anytime we're teaching about faith, we teach the faith of Christ and the faith in Christ. You must behave like Jesus. Who took the bread? And he said, Father, I know you can do this one, but I, I, I am praying before the people so that they know you do it. I have faith that you can do it. And he went through it. And anytime Jesus healed people, most of the times, most of the times, rather, he said, your faith has made you whole. Let your faith be very strong. And how do you acquire faith? You acquire faith by listening to the word of God. So Romans 10, 16, uh, 17 will tell you that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word. So listen to the word and cultivate faith. If you are listening to those who discourage people, those who are so much afraid of things of this world, you will never build faith in yourself. Listen to the word of God and you will build up your faith. Tell your neighbor, build up your faith for the Lord is with you. Oh, hallelujah. Then on your head, you need to put salvation. Be saved. <laughs> Let your salvation be secured. Be in Christ, and your head will be covered. And when you look at all the weapons mentioned, nothing covers your back. So when the enemy is passing behind, what happens? Ask your neighbor. That the Bible didn't give you anything to cover the back. So if the enemy is coming from behind, what will happen? I, I want to hear you. I want to hear you. <laughs> what do you think will happen? That is why you should be a brother to somebody in Christ. You should be a sister to somebody in Christ. In times of difficulties, uh, uh, evangelists come to me. Let me, let me use you, uh, my senior brother, as a, uh, for this demonstration. If the two of us are parties and we are fighting, uh, he has also been a stubborn boy before. So what I'm going to say, perhaps he has even done it before. Sometimes if we go out and there is fight, and you know that the people are more than two, do you know what we do? We turn like this. So you will come, he's also there, I'm also here. 
he will fight you and beat you and walk away from you. So God didn't give you anything to cover your back. He gives you your brother. He gives you your sister. He gives you your friend to be a cover behind you. And if Christians can understand this, that it's also a weapon. It's also an armory that we use. It's a protection we use. Christian faith will be a beautiful one. But Christians will be castigating each other, fighting against each other, leaving their back open. As you fight me, you leave your back open. You may be hitting me. Someone will also hit you. But when you turn your back and also turn mine, that we join together, we all face the enemy squarely. And we will succeed together. I pray that you will be a cover behind your neighbor. You will cover the back of your friend. You will protect your, fr your, your, your fellow brother or sister to succeed in life. Do not be interested in pulling your neighbor down. Be interested in building your neighbor. It's an act of holiness which we can use in difficult times. Tell your neighbor, you are the shield behind me. Or tell the person again, you are the shield behind me. You are my brother. You are my sister. You got to protect me. And I will also protect you. Oh, hallelujah. Yes. The Bible didn't give us that one. So he wants you to do it. So we must come together to do it. Then, Paul ended by saying that, if you have all this, this in place, one other thing you need not forget is praying for everybody. Praying for your neighbor. Not praying against. Praying for. Ask the person seated by you, have you been praying for me? Huh? He says what? You don't even know the person. How do you pray for him? You don't even know the person. How do you pray for him? Perhaps you are fortunate to sit by your wife or by your husband or by somebody in the same team with you. So you say, oh, I know, I know him, I know her. But even though you know her, you don't even pray for her. You don't even pray for him. When was the last time you mentioned his name in your prayers? Oh, Hallelujah. Pray for one another. Tell your neighbor, let's pray for one another. And let's pray for our pastor. Paul says, and pray for me too. Don't leave me out. When you are heaping the prayers on yourself, heap some on me. That is the last thing every believer needs to understand. In the church, your pastor is your pastor. He's your father. He's your everything. When he's down, you are down. When he's up, you are up. So you always desire and pray that he succeed in ministry. Once he succeeding, you are also succeeding. Oh, amen. You see, let, 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 me, let, me, let me speak over here. No way I go up, oh, we pass to a man, a woman, 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 you become Peter all of a sudden and say, I don't know him. <laughs> Though Jesus didn't do anything disgraceful, but for the fact that he was captured, Peter didn't know him at that time. Church members shouldn't behave like that. Pray for your leaders, pray for the pastor. Pray for one another. 
and our lives will not be the same. The church will grow from strength to strength. The power of God will be evident in the church. Oh, amen. Oh, oh hallelujah. Hold your neighbor seated by you and speak a word of prayer into his life. Say a word. Say a word to that person. Pray. Pray for that person. If you haven't prayed for him intentionally before, use this opportunity to pray for the person by you. Speak a word of truth. Speak prophetically in, in the life of that person. Say something that will be so much of a blessing to him. The Bible says, I will bless you and you will be a blessing. Speak, speak, speak to that person. Speak in the life of that person. Speak your, the word of God. Pray, pray. Pray for the person by you. Pray for the person by you. Pray for the person. Pray for the person. Pray for success. Pray for victories over everything in life. Pray that the God will lift him higher and higher. Pray that he will be in good health. John says, I wish above all things that you will prosper and be in good health. Pray for your brother. Pray for your sister. Father, I pray for your people. Let your word be in them. And let them have fully, full understanding of your word in Jesus' name. Amen.